Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic, 2023 Mid-Year Economic Update. Hi, everyone. I just got back from my trip to Washington, D.C., where we spent several days there, not only working on national housing issues, but also at our nation's capital, lobbying for housing. So it was a very productive trip. A long week for me, though, so glad to be back and here doing the podcast. So one of the things that's really neat about going to these meetings is that we get to hear from Chief economist Robert Dietz from the National Association of Home Builders. And he's been doing economic reports for many, many years for the association. Uh, they do uh, occasionally tune into this podcast as well. So uh, I'm going to definitely give a shout out to them for most of this data here. And thank you guys for providing that. I'm here to share it with you guys as um, they don't reach as many consumers as I do. So it's a nice way uh, for me to share some of the professional side of the information that I get here. And um, Robert's very good with what he does, and he typically is uh, fairly accurate with his data. He'll definitely own up to if he's not correct on something. But generally, uh, we take his predictions and his information very seriously, and it tends to match up a lot with what we're seeing in the field. So with that, let's get started. Let's talk about some of the economic things that we are seeing here today. So first off, I do have breaking news. Uh, one of the things that has come up is uh, the Fed met and they decided to pause a rate increase for June of 23. So that's good news. And um, I think they're signaling that they may still do a rate increase potentially in July. So if you are thinking of buying, you may want to get that house purchased before mid-July because I think they are going to maybe do one more rate hike. Um, some of the labor numbers and some of the inflation numbers came in a little bit lower. Uh, that's why they're pausing to see. But if, if they, they kind of tail back up, they're going to knock us again with another rate increase. So if you're going to buy, I would do it now because I think the rates could go back up for a short period of time. And then uh, what's predicted um, is that late in the third quarter of 2023, uh, that the rates should go down uh, hopefully below 6% uh, after that. So you may want to purchase now versus waiting a little bit, maybe paying a higher rate because we, we're not guaranteed that the rates will go down in the third quarter, but I think we have a pretty good likelihood that they are going to go up in July. So um, if you've been looking and you're close, make that purchase now, lock that rate, don't mess around with it. Okay, so as far as other data that's coming out, probably one of the most interesting things, we'll first talk about the unemployment and the the job market. So we're still at 3.7% unemployment, uh, which is still very low. Um, but the thing that's kind of interesting is that we're seeing about a 2% growth rate on jobs. And there's about 156 million jobs uh, open right now. There's two states that are just absolutely on fire right now, and it's Utah and Idaho. 
And um, we didn't get into the details specifically why, but if you kind of look at where they're located, um, you know, they're adjacent to coastal states that have been, you know, really using a lot of government policy and taxes um, on their citizens. And and a lot of them are moving out. So rather than move all the way across the country, they can move over one state um, to to some of these other states that um, maybe don't have quite so many of those restrictions and taxes. So I think that's a big part of it that will drive a couple things. You know, if you're a corporation and you're seeing a lot of taxes or also the crime, you might be like enough's enough. You move your business uh, a state over and then that's also going to move people over. So kind of interesting to watch that. But lots of job opportunities in those states, which means also opportunity for builders and developers in those states. One of the things that's also interesting with the labor is the number of job openings declined. And they went from 12 million open jobs, which is a lot, down to 9.6 million. So a pretty pretty hefty decline there. So a lot of companies are not employing as much, uh, especially the tech sector obviously laid off a lot of people. There's also some companies that are shifting to um, finding employees that are more aware of AI. And the AI could take away some jobs as well. Um, that's part of it. And then obviously just the general economic conditions. But here's the most interesting stat that I found from the meetings. A third of the homes on the market, so one third of the homes today that are on the market are new construction homes. Can you believe that? A third. That is the largest number or largest percentage rather. It may not be the largest number, but it's the largest percentage of homes that have been on the market that are new construction all the way back to the 2000s when they started tracking this. Now, it, even then, even in the 2000s, they never had that percentage. So this is really the largest percentage that's been recorded. We'll have to look back, and, and I don't know if there's data previous to that, but in, in 23 years, this is the larger, largest percent of homes that are new construction on the market. So what that means is if you are looking at buying, there if there's not a lot of existing homes on the market they're they're typically in a lower price point. They're going fast and they're going for overprice. If you really want more of a choice, you're going to need to look towards new construction. And new construction is going to continue to buoy the housing market uh, in in the next year or so. Um, just because these existing homes, people are hanging on to them. They're hanging on to their three percent rates. When they do let them go, they're they're going for top dollar. And so you don't want to pay over. And you want something that's going to last a long time, um, new construction is going to be a great option for you. All right, so let's talk about some other economic data here in the report. Let's talk about inflation. Inflation's been a big factor for home building, especially, and it's kind of moving in the right direction, but it's still high. And it's you know, something that's just not going to go away quickly and easily, as we've seen. We've had now, we're a full year into these rate hikes, um, the significant ones, I would say. They did start hiking rates before June of last year, but the really big one happened in June last year. So in 2022, inflation was topped out at 12.3% for commodities, which is just a ridiculous number. As of right now, for commodities, the inflation rate's around 2%. So it has definitely leveled off and it's getting um, to be a more manageable number. However, 
That's not the case with service-related industries. So labor is still high. In 22, the inflation rate was 5%. In 23, it's 6.8% for service-based companies. So still paying more for that, that labor, especially skilled labor. Now, one of the things you can look at too for inflation is the consumer price index. In 22, it was 8.3%. It's down to 5% in 23. Now, keep in mind, inflation is stacking. So even though the percentage that it's increasing has went down, it's still increasing. So when you take something that went up 12% and then you add another even 2% to it, it's still going up really, really high. You almost need that number to to go to zero or potentially even go down a little bit if we're ever going to want to uh, see prices really go back down. So uh, keep that in mind. It is... Um, we're still, that stacks, it's just percentages that add on to each other. They also did an inflation report on shelter. Um, so consumer shelter inflation. And this really matches up with things that we're seeing um, and people are saying on the market. And that's don't wait to buy a house. If you're thinking about buying a house and you want to wait for the interest rates to go down, you could be in a worse position six months from now or a year from now rather than doing it right now. And here's the rationale for that. In 22, the consumer shelter inflation rate was 6%. Okay. Now all the other inflation rates are, are declining, but look at this. Well, maybe not the labor one, but the, the other products and commodities and things like that are declining. 23, 2023, the consumer shelter inflation rate was 8.2%. It went up 2.2% in one year. And I don't see it going down because there's still activity on the housing market. There's still the labor shortage. We still have other materials like concrete going up. So guess what? That new home is going to continue to cost you more money. So again, buy the home, date the rate, purchase the home. You may not love the interest rate right now, but at some point it will go down and you'll be able to adjust your mortgage. That cost of house is going to go up quite a bit more than that. It's going to cost you a lot more money. All right, as far as construction labor, the employment in that area peaked in about mid-2022, which makes sense because there was a run on houses in twenty late 2020 and 2021. Those houses had to get built, and then it started to go on a pretty steep decline as things slowed down as the rates went up. Materials for homes also peaked in 2021, but now it has dipped to the lowest point since pre-pandemic numbers. Still to this day, and I'm going to fight the Wall Street Journal on this all the way because we, we did this and we were right. They were wrong. <laughs> they, they said that lumber prices were below pre-pandemic levels months ago. They still are not below pre-pandemic levels. They're at the lowest level they've been, but still not below pre-pandemic levels to this day. They had that headline, that misleading article. We called them out on it, um, and we're still... Um, we're still correct even to this point. So um, always watch what you read and, and look at the data for yourself. All right, as far as GDP, let's talk about that for a minute because that always affects things as well. GDP is on an expected decline. So in 2022, it's 2.1%. In 23, it's 1.5%. And in 24, it's expected to be 1.3%. So it's declining. And one of the other reasons for this is 
worker productivity is at an all-time low. So while wages are up, productivity of workers is low. And the reason this is, is a lot of companies are hanging on to their labor because it's hard to get good labor. Uh, and they're keeping people on the payroll, even though things maybe aren't as good as they were before. And so the productivity of people on the team is less. And we are seeing that pretty consistently here in the construction industry. We're seeing it in all sorts of other industries. Heck, you go to restaurants, um, you can see some of these restaurants have lots of people there and the service is still slow and things like that. It just seems like kind of a general malaise has hit the labor market. Another interesting stat from the housing studies that they've shown is the housing market index. Now, for those of you that don't know what this is, housing market index really quickly is a study that the National Association of Home Builders does. They poll their builders monthly and ask general questions about the condition of the market. And it's a 0 to 100 scale, which 50 is average, of course. And so the housing market index had peaked in January of 2022. And I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment because December of 21, right before we closed out the year, we had one of the best months we ever had. We sold a ton of houses. We're like, holy cow, this is great. We had lots of closings, money coming in, jobs were being built. And that market index was 83. So well above the average. But after that, it started to take a nosedive. Interest rates started to creep up. You had the war in Ukraine and it, it bottomed out in August of 2022 at 40. So 10 points below average. As of recently, it has climbed up a bit. It's now right at 50, which means we're not really sure where things are going to go. Things have gotten a little better. We've seen more traffic. We've seen buyers coming through a little bit more, but we don't know if it's going to last. That's basically what it's saying. And and I agree with that sentiment. We've seen in the past month a huge spike in leads and new people uh, coming in in interest, but they also have to close. And we've got a couple that are happening, um, but a lot of the ones that we're talking to, a lot of them are not happening. So um, these general economic conditions are still kind of causing people to pause and some are moving forward, some are exploring things and trying to make educated decisions. So what does that mean for housing starts going forward? Well, in 2022, we had hit a million housing starts. It was down from the nearly 1.1 million the year before. We need to be building at least 1.1 million to maintain our current housing stock. So with us only doing a million in 22, we're behind. In 2023, it's only expected to have 859,000 housing starts. So that that's an alarming number. That means we're not replacing homes as fast as we need to, and we're going to have a bigger deficit for housing. In 2024, they're predicting around 928,000 housing starts, so it will pick up, but still well below the rebuild amount. And then in 2025, it's expected to be a slightly over a million, 1,053,000 homes. Still not enough um, to hit that 1.1 million mark. So we are going to see demand for housing continue for many, many years. And um, again, if you're waiting for things to get better, if you're waiting for prices to drop a ton, based on this data, it's not going to happen. So if you want that house, you want to build, 
You might want to do it now before prices continue to rise. Labor is going to continue to be tough. Materials are still increasing. And as the demand picks up, especially as we start to get closer to that million builds a year, that's going to put more upward pressure on new construction pricing. So keep that in mind. Uh, waiting four or five years is not going to help you out in this case at all. A couple other quick things. Multifamily is still growing, so we're seeing a lot of building on apartments. The home ownership rate as well is uh, 66%, but it is declining because of the lack of entry-level housing. So that's why we're still seeing strong multifamily starts. Uh, but because of all these multifamilies that are getting built, I think the rental rate's going to kind of top off and maybe even start to drop a bit because people are paying a lot for rent right now. And unfortunately, um, with what they're paying for rent, um, it's just pushing them further and further away from ever being able to buy a home. So there you have it. That is a lot of the key takeaways from the economic report. A couple other local things really quick because uh, we talked more on a broad scale nationally. Our inventory levels here in Wisconsin are at 2.2 uh, months of inventory, which is still ridiculously low. We're seeing a lot of volume in the under $400,000 market, but it's a little slower in the above uh, 400 market, especially that six to 900 markets, very slow. That's really where a lot of homes are for sale for new construction. Um, but then again, there's a lot of activity in the million plus market, and we're seeing a lot of high-end custom homes coming through and being proposed right now. And again, a lot of those buyers that can spend eight hundred or nine hundred thousand can also spend over a million and get exactly what they want, and that's what they're doing. They're buying custom homes. So keep that in mind. But if the rates soften a little bit or they stay flat and then soften in the third quarter, as expected, that's going to change the financial situation for a lot of people. And those new spec homes that are on the market are going to look more and more attractive every day uh, because you can lock that rate. The, the number is lower and you can come out a little bit ahead. So lots of interesting things to keep in mind. Housing market is still solid and strong, although we're not building quite as many units. It looks like pricing is going to continue to hold and go up. So the longer you wait, the more it's going to cost you. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.